Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stand Up Tragedy podcast. My name's Dave, and I'm your host. Stand Up Tragedy is the place for artists to take to the stage and do some tragedy. It might make the audience laugh, and they might also make them cry, but hopefully everyone goes away having learnt something and having had a great time. Over the last few weeks, this podcast has been bringing you performances from our last event, which took place at the Dogstar in Brixton at the end of March. We've had sad stories and we've had sad songs. And now it's time for some comedy, because that can be tragic too. Surreal comedian Matthew Hyten provided some much-needed catharsis at the end of the night and had everyone in hysterics with his unusual take on with his unusual take on life's tragedy. Wow, I, I got really drawn into the night, so I forgot I was supposed to perform. I was like, oh, life's hard. Um, I think, though, I think if we can take anything from tonight, the biggest tragedy in this room is no matter how much you nail your mirrors down, they'll still get them. <laughs> oh, jokes. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be all right, guys. Just look to the person next to you and give them a cuddle. Especially if you don't know them. If you don't know them, grab them tight and whisper in their ear, I know where you live. I will find you. Um, It's going to be all right. Like, this is a beautiful night. I really love celebrating tragedy because I don't... I don't have much tragedy in my life. Like, some people do. You know, sometimes you see, like, a kid, like a five-year-old kid, and they've just got doom written on the face. And, you know, for the rest of their life, it's not going to be pleasant. Other people, it's all right. Even when it goes to shit, it's all right. Like, the biggest problem in my life at the moment is, uh, all right, I live in Kentish Town. That's not the problem. But, uh, like... I, I, at the moment, I live in Kentish Town, and in the last two months, I've been attacked by a crow eight times. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It lives near behind a billboard, and it just... Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, it lives behind a billboard, and it keeps dive-bombing me, and I've Googled this, and apparently they remember your face, so they, like, take offence by you. That is it. They're like Nikon. They've got facial recognition. They're all over you. So I've had to start going to a different tube station because it's fearful. Like, and I don't know what I've done to it. The only thing I can assume is, like, from above, I kind of look like a mobile home to it. So it's gone. It's getting warmer. Um, I'll have some of that. This is... Have I... Am I just like Sam Neill in Jurassic Park? <laughs> is this... I'm not that tall. Um, I could do it like this. You can probably pick that one up. I don't want to now. I'm nervous. I will. I'll double my... You can pick it up, but you've wrapped it round like a snake. Uh, (laughs) Professional. uh, On my part there. Tension is unbearable. <laughs> Which mic's he gonna go to next? Uh, this one's fine. I'll just lean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it planned? Wasn't it? That's what you'll be wondering later. 
did he do it? Did he set it up? Ah, no. No. Um, the thing is, like, when you die bomb by a crow, um, <laughs> if, like, in nature, if something big attacks a human and kills it, like a shark or, a, like, a lion or a giraffe or something, like, you're reminded nature's powerful. You think, Jesus, don't fuck with nature. But if you're a man on a street in Kentish Town and you're seen getting dive-bombed by a crow, people just assume you're inherently evil. <laughs> And no one helps you. It's horrible. Like, because I come from the north, where tragedy is built into our blood. Like, I come from a real working class family. We've got our problems in there. You know, we come from an area when the recession hit in the 80s. Like, we sold everything. We sold our suits. Everyone in my village just sold their suits. Like, if you look at a photo from the 80s in our village, and everyone's got a suit on, it's just painted on. It's just paint. If you look closely, that's the whole north. Like. The thing is, you forget, like, people have got it hard, like... Because I think I've got it quite easy when I hear about my dad and my gran. Like, my gran had a horrible life. Uh, not a horrible life, but... Her upbringing was hard. She was born in a mill and she went into a workhouse. And, like, she grew up in the war, so, like... The area was bombed and, and she was in poverty. And she didn't know she was in poverty because she has that beautiful thing children have. Is you just make the best of it. And she... When I hear about her life, like, the fact that... Um, Anything in my life just seems, seems brilliant. Like, she had these four friends, and um, their lives were horrible, but they have these really nice memories. Like, she was telling me once, they went down to this place they called the beach, which is basically some rubble with some sand, and they found a Samiad, right? Which, if you don't know what a Samiad is, it's like a teleportation accident of all of nature and it's a little monster and it grants wishes and that's how she remembers her childhood and of course you know that isn't true like you know that's got to be something else because they don't exist and it was only <laughs> it was only when uh, she was like an adult she looked back on those memories and she realized that that samiad was actually the bloated corpse of a nazi right <laughs> And the weird thing about that story that you've got to take from this is, how did it grant wishes? <laughs> but it did. <laughs> like, tragedy comes in all different forms as well. Like, I'm obsessed with all sorts. And I'm just checking my time. Oh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> the professionalism continues. There was a word somewhere in there. Like. I'm obsessed with weird news stories. I'm going to tell you something because this makes me laugh so much. Um, like, because the news is full of horror and awfulness, to put it into the bluntest of terms. But there's also some gems in newspapers. I'm obsessed with weird news stories. I'm going to tell you this one thing, and it is amazing. It was, a, it was in the Essex Gazette, right? So you know this is gold already. Uh, <laughs> And, like, has anyone else got this obsession with weird news stories? Yeah. Who said that? Oh, see, one there, someone nodding. You say, I knew it was you before I even turned, because, like, we're like dogs, people who have this. <laughs> like, if a dog has never seen another dog in its life, then it sees one. It goes, oh, I don't know how, but we are the same. <laughs> and I could feel that. Uh, <laughs> And I'm going to give you this example of the sort of stories I'm obsessed with. And apologies if you've heard this. It happened last summer. It was in the Essex Gazette. And I don't like talking about this sort of thing on stage, but it is so good, I'm going to. Are you familiar with the term vagazzling? Yeah. 
Oh, one definite yes. Connoisseur. If you're not, basically, so the girls make this bit like a disco ball, right? They, they make it shiny, essentially. And there's these two 15-year-old girls in Essex who had had this done, and they were sunbathing naked in the back garden, let them live their lives, don't judge. But because they'd had this done, they were set upon by magpies. Terrific, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? The worst thing is, one of them wanted to be like the girls who have this done so much. She'd been crash dieting, she's about five and a half, six stones. Two of the magpies managed to pick her up and carry her to their nest. <laughs> she's up there 14 hours. Took two fire brigades to get her down, because, you know, magpies are naughty. They are. They're cousins of the crow, actually, who we, are, we know now is nature's supervillain. So, uh, it's why they nest in dormant volcanoes. <laughs> it's just for me and you, that one. Uh, <laughs> You know, they, these sort of things happen. I think, I think that's the beautiful thing about tragedy or horror or anything, you know. Like someone said, uh, I read this in a book, that um, horror is just comedy without the laughter. Um, so what I say is next time you and your friends go camping and six of them have been killed and you're running for your life, just laugh it off. <laughs> <laughs> but not when the killer's near. Um, I'm gonna, this is a beautiful night, I'm gonna do something. I know we're supposed to be relishing in our misery, um, but, you know, it's bank holiday. Um, fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna end on a joke, and I'll do something that I think I'm the only comedian who can do this. Um, I'm gonna do any style of joke you want. So, to break any misery having your, your bellies, if you've got a favorite style, like a doctor, doctor, or something, shout it out, and I'll, I'll do it for you. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. I, yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> an observational knock knock. An knock, and I'll include a dad. How's that? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'll do all the bits. Don't worry, you don't have to join in. And I've, got, I've actually got a really good one that I can wing into this. And there's a little mime at the beginning, so look out for that. Right. Knock knock. Who's there? Knock knock. Who's there? Knock knock. Lorraine! Lorraine! Lorraine, it's your dad! <laughs> Lorraine! Lorraine! Lorraine, your dad's at the door! Lorraine! 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 Lorraine, it's your dad! Lorraine! Lorraine, he's climbing the fence! Lorraine, he's got... Has he got a back key? Lorraine! Lorraine! This is a joke or a memory. <laughs> kind of did it wrong there. Um, give me another style and I'll do it. My. Style or genre? Style or genre? Hmm, isn't that the question of all the modern gentlemen? <laughs> um, did you want mine?
Um, that's my time. I've been Matthew Hyten. Um, if you did enjoy me talking weird and you ever do want to hear more, just at the end of the gig, just give me your address. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, I've been Matthew Hyten. Thank you very much and keep supporting this night. I think we can safely say that Matthew had some great ideas about the world. And we asked him before the show how he turns tragedy into comedy. Just an overactive imagination and a lot of bizarre incidents that go through my life and the need for attention and just, uh, you know, general broken home, things like that. Usual, usual uh, comedian's life. You just gotta laugh at everything, ain't you? There's no other way. Some people think, God, that's horrible. Some people empathise with it. I think it just depends on what experience they've got, really. No great stories come from comfort, so... I don't think I'm riddled with tragedy or anything, but I think, yeah, if something happens, if you can laugh at it, then brilliant. Matthew Hyten is performing all over London over the next few months, so Stand Up Tragedy urges you to go and see a show. He's also taking his show up to the Edinburgh Free Fringe. So, in May, you can catch his preview shows for all the material he'll be taking up with him. So, from May, you can catch preview shows of the material that he's going to be taking up with him. Find all the details and dates on his website, www.matthewhighton.co.uk. You can also become one of his followers over on Twitter. He's at Matt Hyton. We'll certainly be going to see Matthew at the Edinburgh Free Fringe in August because stand-up tragedy are going up too. Support our journey by coming to see our next live show at the Hackney Attic on May the 17th. You'll get great entertainment from comedians, musicians, poets, storytellers, live artists, and you can even get involved in the tragedy at the Tragic Karaoke. Tickets are available from the Hackney Attic. You can buy them online or you can ring up their box office. And go along to www.standuptragedy.co.uk to see the full list of all the performers. We'll keep you connected with what they're doing and what our previous performers are doing on our Twitter feed. So follow us at Stand Up For Tragedy. And if Facebook is your thing, like or friend us by searching for Stand Up Tragedy. And on the 17th, of May, which is when our next live show is, we're hoping to be launching an Indiegogo campaign to help us get up to Edinburgh. We'll have more details on this as soon as we know them. Our podcast is available every Friday, so enjoy the tragedy by subscribing to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by listening to us on the move using the Stitcher Smart Radio app, which is free for your smartphone. Tell your friends, come to the show, because tragedy is better if we share it together. Until next time, the tragedy is over. This podcast was produced by Bryony Hawkins and recorded by Stephen Harvey. All of our music was written and recorded by Sam Wilkinson, who can be contacted at radiohuan at yahoo.co.uk. That's radiohwan at yahoo.co.uk.